Welcome back into Pritches Get Stitches. Glad you are here. Glad you found us. Holly, how's it going today? Uh, it's going. It's going. I uh, forgot I was supposed to go to the grocery store yesterday. So, so you didn't have pants on. Yeah, because I didn't. That was the biggest thing. I didn't want to put on pants, but I didn't have half and half. Ah. And then I went to go. I was like, well, I could just use milk for my coffee. But my milk expired a week ago. Oh. <sighs> so I didn't have coffee today. And it is a struggle like it's a struggle i'm struggling to to think straight to stay awake right now i may fall asleep during this podcast so this is holly dan's yeah. coffee i forgot my watch like life's rough today man I'm you could have had milk with clumps and i mean milk would i mean the, the coffee would have maybe like you know disintegrated okay, so, it out so you did didn't you i made coffee yesterday with a half and half because it didn't expire till yesterday okay. and so i made it through my nespresso machine i'm like this tastes a little off, but it's not, I don't know. It was weird. Like the way it came out of the Nespresso machine, first of all. So then I was like, oh, well maybe the milk in the container that I put in my fridge that holds the milk in it, not the milk container, but the container for the machine. Um, I'm like, maybe that, maybe that was bad. So I was like, okay, I'll put that one in the dishwasher. I'll use my backup one. Smell the half and half. It didn't smell bad per se. Like it, and then I was like, well, I'll taste a little bit. I tasted it, put it in the, co- and it tasted fine, I thought. But then in the coffee, it's like almost like a sour taste. So you just say it wasn't clumpy or anything, but it was like, I took that sip of coffee. I don't know if the coffee brings out the sour. Cause when I just did like a little, little taste of it, I was like, well, it tastes like fine. I don't know. It was so, I mean, I did, it wasn't clumpy, but I definitely tried to drink it. Cause I thought, I mean, it'll be fine. No, it was rough. So I put, uh, we had some half and half in the fridge and Ava likes to make ice cream with it. So she'll get half and half and whipped cream and then she makes ice cream. And it was in there. So I was like, eh, it's probably going to go bad. So I better put it on cereal. Put it on night. cereal, man. So good on. Yeah. So I just use Cheerios. Yeah. So I just use a little bit on there and then and milk. So I kind of mix the two. Yeah. So oh. it, yeah. And uh, speaking of half and half on cereal, I've really got to cut back on the uh, 11 o'clock at night cereal bowls. They're not doing me good. I think anything at 11 o'clock is not going to do anybody good because all you're going to go do is lay down in bed and you're not going to burn off the calories you just consumed. I don't eat that late. I, well, yeah, no. Dude, I'm sitting there and I'm like, I, t- I told you last time, like, is there ice cream? No. Is there Fruit Loops? Yes. Okay. I'm good. I will have some Fruit Loops with milk. Oh, man. Well, Holly, uh, last podcast, you said um, that Cosmic Crisp apples are better than Honey Crisp apples, which I did not agree with. And right. so we put it to the poll and put it to the listeners. And um, you the got conclusion that our destroyed. listeners are liars. <laughs> I feel like they've never tried both. The people who answered those polls, I want to personally poll each and every one of them like the judge does in a jury trial. Okay, so here we go. Let's call them out right now. Okay, here we go. Um, no difference. Um our co- our cousin, our I niece, no difference. Our I niece Maddie, no difference. Maddie I'll said say no, no difference, difference, and I believe Maddie's probably tried both of those since her dad's a chef and she eats a bunch of different stuff all the time. And then the uh, the Cosmic Crisp had one vote, and that one vote was you voting right here, right okay. here. And, and Steve Ratliff, he, I think Steve commented and said that I don't know that he answered the poll, but I think it was him who commented and said that. Cosmic crisps are too tart. Yeah, somebody did respond to that. That was Steve. I've never had page. a tart cosmic crisp. So I feel like, again, Steve has never had an actual cosmic crisp. Oh. I'm just going to call everybody just except, out. We're all liars. Except <laughs> defeat. Here we go. It says, uh, I've had cosmic crisps and I thought that I thought were great, but a lot have been a little, just a little too tart. Honey crisps are consistently good. What do you said? So, honey crisp, um, we've got, uh, they're all my friends too. So that could, <laughs> they, they may like me better. Um, so Mackenzie Abney, don't know me. friend of mine, Colin Mackey, shout out to Colin. We'll talk about him and his business uh, another day. 
Matthew Hansen, friend of mine. Oh, here's a friend of yours though, Aaron Wilson Burger. Aaron Wilson Burger's a liar. I'm putting it out there right now. She You've betrayed me, Aaron. How dare you? She likes honey crisp better. She doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> me. She's just doing that to because she's mad that I have beat her in Wordle and Quirtle. I, I it's probably true. She's probably last, mad. She's mad because I'm she's on a winning mad. streak right now. She yeah. had a very long winning streak where she beat me on everything. But now that I've been beating her, she's got to get back at me. And this is how you do it, Aaron Wilson Burger. I I see you. I got your number, girl. Literally. Uh, Steve Ratliff, which we talked about, and then my neighbor uh, Liz. They all said they said mm-hmm. that uh, Honey Crisp were better. And the only the only and then we had one vote. I don't know if you did it on the other socials, but we had one vote on the Spotify uh, account. And again, that was you for Cosmic yes, Crisp. Cosmic Crisp. And I walked in, and I or when you walked in, I we were talking about it, and I said there was only one vote on Spotify, and I have a feeling it was you. And you're like, yes, yes, it was. It was me. It was definitely me. You were like, I put it up on Spotify, and I was like, oh, I have to go there now. Yeah. So because it was immediately, it was like. Right as the episode dropped, you there was a vote, and I was like, "That never happens." So. Now I will say, I do, I do prefer Cosmic Crisp over Honey Crisp, but it's not like I wouldn't eat a Honey Crisp if they were there. Um, and I don't know though; I've never had a tart Honey Crisp. I always think of those as like the sweeter apple. So if I'm not going to have uh, peanut butter on my apple, then I eat the Cosmic Crisp plain. So um, usually uh, when I work out, so I started working out again this week. Yeah. Um, I rode three days this week. So that's pretty okay. good. I would have rode four, except the 4th of July holiday happened. So yeah, I can't. didn't row that day. I don't yeah, row on you holidays. can't row on a holiday. Yeah, for sure. Right. So I rode. So I rode uh, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and I don't row Fridays because then my face would be beet red right now still. Um, but I'll row every other day and I've just been increasing. So I started, I was going to start at 10 minutes, but my doctor wanted me to video myself rowing to make sure I still had some good form. So it wouldn't affect my back. So what, is, what does the doctor know about good form on rowing? Well, she's PT. There's like, oh, okay. they do like PT pain management. Gotcha. So she's like, and she's like in super good shape. I not thought my, you're, it's not I my doctor, like it's a, her assistant. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So she's like, make just film yourself and make sure you have that good form. So I did it for about a minute just to see, which I still have good form. So then, of course, now I'm like, well, then technically, instead of rowing 10 minutes today, I rode 11 because I did that extra minute. So then, and everything's a competition, even with myself. So well, appara- the next day, apparently, because the uh, the Cosmic Crisp versus Honey Crisp, uh, you were very upset. Very upset. Because that's a lie. But yeah, so then I rode, you know, the next day, instead of 11 minutes, I rode 12 and the day it's 13. So I go up. But anyway, all of that point was to tell you that every time I after I work out I eat apple and so I eat cosmic crisp without peanut butter but during the day when I uh, eat my lunch which is typically an apple then I eat my pink ladies during the afternoon because those ones are tart and I like to eat those with peanut butter so that was full circle for the apple pole there to, t- to tell us uh, you eat an apple after rowing you told us a, yes a but six not minute with peanut story. butter so that correct. So it's got to be cosmic crisp. But it was also to say, like, I'm back on rowing and doing that again, and hopefully going to get back into some really great shape, like it was last year before everything went to shit with my back. Are your back's feeling better? Yeah, uh, I had a little bit of pain for the first time this morning for a, a few minutes. I don't know if it was like I must, I might have just slept weird or something. But I don't have pain so far. But the last ablation I had done, I didn't have pain for about a month. So I don't want to jump the gun and say like. Hey, this is cured. So we'll have to see. I'll have to see how I'm feeling in a month. Because if after a month it doesn't work out, then they're going to go in and put a spine stimulator in my back. Fun. Constant. So, yeah, so hopefully I don't pulse. have to do that. Yeah. Basically. I, I hope so too, because I don't want to have to take you to another doctor's appointment. Yeah. And you will. You will definitely have to take me to that one. And that one would, I don't know. Stay like, I guess it's like, uh, I don't know if I'd have to stay overnight. It's about this big, like the little 
thing square, mm-hmm. and then it has this the wires off of it that they connect to the nerves. So I mean, it would have to be an implant. So I'm assuming I probably have to stay overnight. They definitely have to cut me open. So I'd like, yeah, no, I don't want to do that. I would rather have to get take you to the old folks home to recover. Yeah, I know for sure, for sure. Okay, Holly. So. You know, on our Facebook page, you haven't been to our Facebook page. Uh, it's at Pritch and Moan. Uh, Pritches get stitches. And I put on there a couple of weeks ago about big red soda. And I have, people have not taken too kindly to me. I mean, you can't call big red soda out in the South, bro. I know. Like apparently. if you would have done it in Utah, people would have been like. They wouldn't even know what it is probably. Right. They'd have, well, uh, then again, I mean, Utah does love their sugary stuff. So I'm sure they would have tried it and then called you out on it, but you can't do it in the South. So then we went to Rosa's the other day and they had Rosa's Red, Rojas. Rojas, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was Fanta Red, which people say, you know. But I hear that Fanta Red tastes different because Fanta Red is actually strawberry. Right. Somebody told me that, uh, Sean, actually, he said that Big Red to him tastes like Twizzlers, which I didn't I didn't get. But anyway, I like so, I, so. so I tried Big Blue. We had a taste test of Big Blue because somebody told me how to try it. And uh, so go out to our Facebook page and check out the video. Um, and there you will see a nine-year-old with the longest freaking tongue you have ever seen. So He has a freaky long tongue. I was like, hey, we got Jace here and he just sticks his tongue out and sticks it up his nose. I'm not even kidding. Like it's it's ridiculous. Up his nostril. Yes. You can stick it up his nostril. Yes. So I uh just a just a shameless plug to go check out our video of Big Blue. Um also, Holly, just throwing it out there. Yesterday I had to do some some market research for our podcast. And so I picked up a Pib Extra to taste it. Cause you know, we talk about, you know, they're not the same. And it's been a while. I haven't had a I don't right. know that I've ever had a Pib Extra. I've only ever had Mr. Pib. And I'm reading the label and it says it's a it's a uh spicy cherry soda and it made me think like maybe dr pepper like it it has a little bit of a hint of cherry in it spicy cherry it just was an interesting like well i've never thought yeah i don't i don't but but i don't even get cherry out of dr pepper unless you get get a hint like i could taste the cherry in the mr pib and i could i was like it's just a little too much like if it was a little bit less then i could it would probably be closer and i was like maybe it's a little cherry flavor so then i thought what if one day maybe here in the future not today I'm getting to our, what are we eating today? And this is my uh, Holly story of, of getting there. And I thought, what if we pulled and uh, just did a blind taste test of like, you know, like the, we talked about it last time, like the, uh, one of our last Pepsi shows, we talked about test. the Pepsi taste test. Yeah. So what if we did a Dr. Pepper taste test? We had Dr. Pepper and then we had Dr. Thunder from yeah. Walmart and we had Dr. Dr. B is H-E-B. Dr. B at H-E-B. I saw it when and I was there the other day and I had to laugh. And Mr. Pip. And then I think Kroger is like Dr. K or something like that. Yeah. So I thought maybe we should do that and just see how, how good we really are with our Dr. Pepper flavor. That makes me nervous. But I maybe, like we, maybe, we don't do that. maybe we don't do that on the podcast. Maybe we do that uh, as a little taste test, a little live video on our Facebook Oh, you page. should do that with like the children because all of your kids love some Dr. Pepper. I'll tell you what though, if it's not Dr. Pepper, I would, and I'm like, yeah, that's definitely Dr. Pepper and it's not it. Like, it, like I'll, it's over. I'll post it. Yeah. Do- Dr. Pepper will definitely never sponsor us. So, so you better not do it like as a live video. You better, yeah, better do a regular it. video. And then like we can make it into like a short. Yeah, that's probably better. Yeah, that's probably a better idea. So anyways, so I'm saying that to then move on to, I had to take um, my kids down to Huntsville this week to a little church thing. And I, and we stopped at, I stopped at Bucky's three times that day. Okay? So I stopped at the first Bucky's, picked up my breakfast, picked up my soda and uh, picked up a hat. Got Bucky's on today. Oh my gosh. I just noticed you sure do. <laughs> and then, now. and then I, we were driving down and we passed another Bucky's. I'm like, dude, I, I'm old. I have to like pee really bad. So again, I was like, okay, well, Bucky's is, you know, 24 miles away. I will wait because the billboards. Right. All the way down. 
So then we stopped there. So then on the way back, I was like, oh shoot, I need gas. So on the way back, I stopped at the same Bucky's, but I just got gas that time. So I didn't get, I didn't go inside because it was a madhouse. But then again, moving up I-45, I stopped at this little place I, I like to stop. It's called uh, Cooper Farms and they have, it's like a gas station, but they are a, okay. they're a farm and they, they bring all their produce there, mo- mostly peaches. It's like peaches. And they have peach soft serve ice cream, with, like fresh. Ooh, and it's, yum. That it's, sounds delicious. It's so delicious. Like we were stopping there on our way down. I got to got to go down and pick the kids up today. So we're going to go go pick up some more. But while I was there, they have a bunch of like lots of root beer, like soda, like um, bottles of root beer, all glass bottles. Sorry, <laughs> no my, coffee. No coffee is kicking in. Okay. So they have uh, lots of lots of bottles of sodas that are different. And again, you can go to my Facebook page, go to the Pritches Get Stitches Facebook page. I did a video on there. And what they had there too were some of these sodas that we talked about. Like they had, you know, butter and jelly. They had uh, bacon flavored. Today, we're not going to do bacon flavor because I'll tell you why. We'll, we'll do this one. We'll tell you in a minute, but we're going to try ranch dressing soda. And this is from Lester's Fixins Ranch Dressing Soda. This is the one we picked up. And then, then we're also going to try in honor of, this will tie into our fun fact. We'll try Gross Gus's Dinosaur Dung Soda, which is, it says it's chocolate soda. And it is. Uh, so I may actually enjoy that one. It is National Chocolate Day, which we'll talk about here in a minute, but that's why we're going right. to do that. Initially, it was just going to be ranch dressing because in honor of something that happened to you, which we'll get to. So anyways, let's get those going. Okay, so I got the ranch dressing open. Dinosaur dung. Here it is. Smells like it. Dinosaur dung. Ooh, it does not smell good. Uh, that one smells okay. Smells I mean, like it probably smells like chocolate. I feel like we need to start with the ranch, though. Oh, yeah, we got to start with the ranch. <laughs> I love ranch dressing, but this is... Oh, it stinks. Smells like ranch dressing. Oh my goodness. I love ranch dressing, guys. Like, love it. Put it on a lot of stuff. Okay. Tacos, Ho- Holly beans, loves ranch. Fries. Your hair. I always joke that I could drink it. Here you go. Here we go. Ugh. Three, two, one. Oh. That's pretty bad. That is bad. Let me get another taste. I don't even want another taste. It was bad the first time. Oh, that made my stomach hurt. Ugh, oh, you swished it around. Yeah. Oh, so gross. <laughs> that is nasty. Like, why, what would cause somebody like, obviously we're doing it as a taste test and maybe that's what people do. They're like, oh, let me just try this, you know. And then I you- mean, listen, I always make the joke that I could drink. So Wingstop has by far the best ranch dressing. And I always joke that I could drink it. But after that, definitely mm. couldn't drink it. Okay. okay. Dinosaur dung. Dinosaur ready? dung. Chocolate soda. Three, two, one. I don't know about that either. I wouldn't want to drink that. It does have like a chocolate hint. I could do this one again. Yeah, that ranch dressing one. Terrible. This one's not great. No, it's not very good. Ugh, that ranch dressing. That made my stomach hurt just from the. Okay, so I'm going to say ranch dressing soda's out. And we will, we have four other flavors that we can, uh, we can try. Okay. So throughout. Oh, throughout that the ranch time dressing. Here. Bacon. I'm pretty excited about bacon. We got uh, we both have the fair life protein shake because uh, trying to trying to eat better, trying to be better. Well, I just needed something because I didn't have coffee, and then you brought that in, and I was like, ah, I'll do that one. This chocolate tastes better than the other chocolate for sure. And I do like these fair lifes. They just taste like uh, chocolate milk. These ones, and what's the other one I like? Is it Core Power? Uh, with the that, 46 grams of protein or whatever. So Core Power is made by Fair Life, so it's kind of the same deal. Makes sense why those were the only two that I really like. So anyways, um, 
I don't think it's the worst thing we've tried. I mean, Marmite's still up Marmite there. still tops the list. I don't know. Marmite tops it. And then the seaweed was, uh, yes, Marmite, mine are like the worst order would be Marmite, seaweed, suja, soda things. Spotted Dick wasn't bad. Spotted Dick actually wasn't bad. Spotted Dick is like the least, well, aside from the little coconut relanitas, El oh, yeah, Mexicano relanitas. Those, those are number the two. Number two. But I would say like, that's the best for me. And then right above that was the Spotted Dick, like as far as the best. And then uh, Dr. Or Pepper. Or worst, whatever. Dr. Pepper yeah. ice cream. Oh yeah. That one was probably number one actually is the best. And then the Relanitas and then Spotted Dick. Okay. So <sighs> we mentioned. up there though. Yeah, there's, that was disgusting. All right. We mentioned uh, fun fact of the day. We mentioned that it is National Chocolate Day. Right. So July 7th, National Chocolate Day. Um, and I couldn't pass this up because, you know, I love chocolate. Like I love chocolate. Uh, it's hard for me to pass up, which is why I don't have chocolate in my house. Um, so I love some chocolate. So I decided since it was. National Chocolate Day, our fun fact would just be some quick facts about chocolate. So Switzerland is the biggest consumer of chocolate in the world. And I have had some Swiss chocolate and it is some good chocolate, like from Switzerland chocolate. Yeah. So we had a neighbor, our neighbor, Daisy's the dog, Daisy, Uh the dog, their parents, they went to Switzerland. That's why we were watching Daisy, the dog. Mm -hmm. And they brought us back some Swiss chocolate. And it was saving me a piece. I mean, I feel like uh, I helped with Daisy every once in a while. It was gone in like literally five minutes. Uh, I, I bet. It was delicious. So then the dark chocolate that we consume um, has the most amount of nickel mm. of all few foods that you know we generally consume as Americans. I don't know about everything else. Um, but the purer the chocolate, the less the nickel. Okay. So like if you get 90% pure cacao, that's going to have little, very little nickel in it, but it's also going to be very bitter and not good. I don't recommend it because that was my solution when my doctor said, hey, don't eat dark chocolate anymore because that's what's causing you to break out. You need to eat the pure one. So I'm like, well, what do you recommend? He's like, oh, 80 or 90 percent. He doesn't tell me. I have no idea there's a difference. Oh, gross. Yeah. Oh, man. I we- tried to eat that. It was like growing up. Remember the um, baking oh, yeah. chocolate? What it tastes like. It does. And Heidi, I just remember it put me back to when I was like six years old and Heidi gave me a spoonful of that to eat. Told me it was like chocolate and it was delicious. So I ate a spoonful of Baker's chocolate and it was terrible. So we had some here. It was 95%. And I don't know who gave it to us. I don't know why we had it, but it was 95% chocolate and it was disgusting. And, uh, but we used to eat 72, me and Bao. It's not too bad. I didn't go that low. I think I did like 80 and 90 and was like out done. Let's try 72. I'll check it out. We now used to I just do... have it every once in a while where it's like, I'll find something that's like dark chocolate. Like I, I love the mounds bars because they're dark chocolate with coconut. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while I'll get one of those or the one thing I don't like though. And it's weird because I love chocolate and peanut butter. I don't like the dark chocolate Reese's though, weird. which is weird because I love dark chocolate. I had some of those the other day. Butter. We had uh, dark chocolate Reese's thins. Somebody brought the thins mm-hmm. just to an activity and it wasn't too bad. They're just not my favorite. I definitely prefer the milk chocolate in that. But speaking of milk chocolate, that was invented in Jamaica. And white chocolate isn't legally chocolate. I guess they define it by legal standards um, because there's an absence of cocoa solids in it. Are you a fan of white chocolate? I don't really like white chocolate. I don't like, I'm not going to eat white chocolate like, oh, I want a white chocolate Hershey bar. But I do like the um, white chocolate cranberry cookies. Like I'll eat white chocolate in a cookie. Okay. Macadamia nut chocolate. But otherwise, I don't want to like eat a bunch of white chocolate. I don't like macadamia nuts though. 
Oh, I love macadamia. Nut I know that's, that's, that's a I used to not opinion. like them. I used to not like them when I was a kid. I love macadamia nuts and pistachios now. I do like white macadamia nut, white chocolate macadamia nut cookies, and I just spit out the macadamia nuts. I'm like oh, a you're crazy! Oh man, you are. So smelling chocolate triggers relaxation and is thought to contain the love molecule, which was actually uh, the name of the love molecule was written in this little article I was reading about chocolate, but I didn't know how to pronounce it. So I just decided to leave it as the love molecule. So Val, I remember the chocolates. We were doing the chocolates for a little while. Val would buy the chocolate from that company. I don't remember mm -hmm. the company was called. Anyways, they had these love bites, what they called them. Dark chocolate love bites. And I'm like, yes, buy 50 packs of those. <laughs> I don't know that they actually worked. It was like a natural aphrodisiac. And I'm like, yeah, let's get those. Yeah, has the love, has the love molecule. I don't know that it actually worked. And then the last fun fact is the Ivory Coast and Ghana produce 60% of the world's global cocoa production. It reminds me of the Office episode when um, they have the bachelor party and the bachelorette party for Bob Vance with Vance Refrigeration and Phyllis. And Todd Packer convinces Michael Scott to get strippers. And so uh, Dwight's in charge of getting the, the female stripper. So he gets her, but then he puts Jim in charge of getting the male stripper. And so he called like, instead of like a stripper, he called, I don't know, like his whoever. So it was like, like a, somebody would come in. So they chose Ben Franklin and Michael and Michael thinks that Ben Franklin's like a stripper, but he's just, there's like this historical figure. He's going to come talk. And so Dwight's like, I'm 99% sure that's not the real Ben Franklin, but Jim tells us me it is. So he starts like asking him all these questions. He's like, how's the chocolate, you know, from where you're at. He goes, and then Ben Franklin's like, well, the chocolate hasn't been invented yet. It is a delectable treat, you know, in South America, but it has not been brought to North America yet. And Dwight gets all mad because he's trying to like, catch him in a like he like i know that this wasn't around when ben franklin was around so it, is, it just reminded me of that uh chocolate with the office we've been watching that with the I was kids so say, yeah i was gonna put it out there that you probably have a lot of things that you can relate to the office right now because you guys have been watching that yes jace is like loving it i doesn't That's know funny. what they're talking about half the time but anyways <laughs> all right so chocolate so 72 uh, percent. you should try it try it out see if you like it will you see it and then they have stuff in there like they have caramel on the inside on some of them they that's that's what mm. I like to get. But uh, anyway, so uh, it's not going to go along with our diet that we've decided we're going to oh. start, you know, though. That's the problem. Yeah. So do you want to jump into that right now? Yeah, want to talk about it right now? Let's do it. Let's do Fine. it. Fine. So, Holly, I have uh, just been eating garbage over since summer started, just been literally for a long time. But like the other day, I was like, oh, I want Dairy Queen ice cream. So I'm out and about. Boom. Dairy Queen. So I show up, I, I guess, because we were Queen. talking about it. And I haven't had a dipped cone since I was probably like 12 or younger. And so I was like, absolutely need to get that. So I get a dipped cone. I'm chowing down on that. I'm drinking a Dr. Pepper. I'm eating fries. I'm stopping at, you know, convenience stores and picking up candy and soda. And it's a nonstop thing. And I step on the scale last night and I know it was at night. It wasn't in the morning, but surely I'm not going to lose that much weight in, by the morning. And I step on the scale and it's the most I've ever seen on a scale with me standing up. And I had eclipsed. I was at 223. And I'm like, at what point am I going to stop settling? Right. Is it, I get to 190 and I'm like, ah, oh, it's okay. Like I'm getting older or whatever. So I settled. Then I get to 200 and I settle. Then I get to 205 and I settle. Then I get to 210 and 215. And now I'm like, I got to change. I got to do something different because 223, like I'm just going up. I'm not, it's not going down. So it, for me, like I know 90% of it's diet and I just got to stop eating that garbage and then start exercising. I'm tired of like settling for it, you know? No, I get it. Uh, this last year, you know, it's been real rough for me. Um, I've always been, you know, for the most part, pretty active. I can only think of like, really one other time in my life where uh, maybe two other times in my life now that I think about it where it was like I, I allowed myself to get pretty big when yeah. I was during my um, 
not the first marriage because that one doesn't count, but like during the second one, I got pretty big. Like I was in men's extra large shirts. So I was, I mean, I have a video of me playing the piano and singing the video that Val loves where I sing yeah. funny. Yeah. And I can't even believe how big I am. And then the other time that I got really big was um, in my last marriage. And that was more to not because I was eating crap or anything that was due to stress because of the situation. So um, this last year, I was really focused on um, and, and we had talked about when I started rowing, I was trying to get myself out of this depression and everything else. And so I started just by rowing. And then I ended up um, also doing other exercises. And so I'd work out probably, you know, two to three hours a day. And everybody's like, well, that's excess. But it was like, it wasn't like I was working out straight for the three hours, you know, I was doing my reps and taking a decent break that you normally don't get to take when you're at a gym because when you're at the right. gym most of the time people are on a time crunch well i wasn't on a time crunch i just worked out in my garage work from home so i'd row for about an hour hour and a half and then i would you know work out and when i had to quit i was doing 2000 crunches a day i was in the best shape of my life and so over the last year especially in the last in the last month and a half based upon you know what we talked about um on a couple episodes ago about the nickel um causing the weight gain i'm basically back to where I was before I started rowing. And yeah. so I had lost 30, 33 pounds, I think it was from the time I started rowing until I hurt my back last August. And I have essentially put on all of that weight again. And in the last month and a half month, I've probably put on 15 of it, mm. just based on that allergy. So I'm with you there. So last night at like, I don't know, midnight, you texted me. <laughs> um, I fell asleep in the middle of text though because uh, I had been drinking. I figured. So, uh, yeah. So, but no, I woke up this morning and I was like, oh, I saw your little thing about chat, GT, J chat GPT about right. like a low nickel diet. And I was like, oh yeah, all these things I know, but it's hard. I mean, it's hard for me because there's so few things you can eat that is low nickel. And of those few things that I can eat that are low nickel, I don't particularly like some of them. You know what I mean? So I think that just means I'm going to have to, I can still eat nickel. I just have to eat in moderation, right. but I have to be like, you can't have sushi beer and every day. Right. Ice cream. Or I didn't realize strawberries were so high in Cause I eat strawberries a lot. Um, if I don't want to eat an apple, but I need something healthy, I eat strawberries. So I think for me, it's just going to be incorporating in like making sure I'm eating enough calories as well. Cause there are some days where it's like, like I just wasn't hungry today. I really didn't eat, you know, I had one thing today. So it's like, I've got to make sure that, so I'll probably go back onto my intermittent fasting, which is every other day. I don't really fast. So I do 800 calories on the day I'm supposed to fast and then I'll eat, you know, regular the day after. And so I'm going to have to get back into that. And I really want to start exercising again. Um, so I'm getting back into rowing. Um, I still haven't, really hit my gym too hard at the apartment complex um it's very small and tight i feel like it's like right. so i just have to like and i'm very weird about my gyms like i really have to like it to go but i think the big thing is is that we just have to do it but then you have to hold each other accountable yeah so I, obviously me saying oh i'm gonna do this I, i've said that a thousand times like oh, i'm gonna you know eat right but you know you gotta have somebody you gotta have an accountability partner and val of course is a good accountability partner for me and she tries to, you know, we try to eat right and, and, um, eat things that were, that are, that are good for us as opposed to garbage. But then I'm on my own, I'm out working and I'm just grabbing whatever I want. Oh, that sounds good. And so just a little more self-control for me. And, and obviously being, uh, forth, forthcoming with that, like, Hey, I just ate some ice cream and I shouldn't have, but, uh, just, just owning it and, and, 
you know, I think that one thing that that can happen, at least for me, is like, you know, it's kind of like the kind of like fat bastard from uh, from Austin Powers, right? Like, I eat because I'm unhappy, and I'm unhappy because I eat, right. and so, you know, that's just kind of like I'm not that I'm unhappy, but it's like I eat because you know, like it's like a cycle. Water. It's a cycle. Yeah. Like I just I love I am a sugar addict a hundred percent. Like I love yeah. sugar. I love candy. I love soda. I love ice cream, and that's just a habit. I've got to I got to put it bay. I've done it before. I could do it again. And it's crazy. Like if I stop soda and I stop candy, like I'll lose like 20 pounds. Like it'll just yeah, and, go away. And I don't even, I make it a habit not to drink soda. Like I've had the same six pack of Coke zero and Sprite in my fridge since January. Cause I was like, Oh, I'll get that to mix in with like whatever my rum or whatever. But I just don't drink soda. I just don't drink it. And I'll drink it when I go to a restaurant, if they have Dr. Pepper. It's like we went to Taco Tuesday earlier this week, and okay. I could have had all the soda I wanted, but I got my one Dr. Pepper and I allowed myself that one refill. And as we sat there and chatted, man, I was out of that Dr. Pepper, and it took so much willpower not to go over and get another refill because I was like, nope, I, excuse me, I only allow myself the two cups of it. And that's hard because I love Dr. Pepper, especially from a fountain. So that's super hard for me, but I just don't buy it. And then it's like, I've been going to the, you know, when I have gone to the grocery store, I've made it a point not to even go down the candy aisle. Cause I've, I know if I go down the candy aisle, I'm getting gummy bears or Reese's peanut butter cups or something. So it's like, okay, I'm not going to do that. But I think for me, the biggest thing is just curbing. So I do a lot of anxiety eating. Uh, that's actually like a thing, like with people with anxiety, they do a lot of things sometimes out of boredom. Um, and so I noticed there's a lot of times I'm at my place and I'm like, not even hungry, but I'm bored. And then I'm constantly going into my pantry and like, oh, what can I eat? Well, luckily, I don't have a lot of groceries at my house. So a lot of times it's like, it doesn't work out. But that's why I don't keep it stocked with gummy bears or whatever, because I know that, hey, that bag, just out of sheer boredom, that bag of gummy bears oh, is going to be gone in three days. I end up like just searching. Like, I know there's nothing in my fridge. I know there's not. So even, even today, like I have this sparkling water Val had bought a while ago, jelly belly, very cherry sparkling water, but you know, zero sugar, zero, zero calories, zero, everything just has a hint of flavor. It's disgusting. I hate it, but it's just enough to like, you know, give me the, give me the, like to, to hit the craving. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And and so I, I just. Like, I don't like, and, and I know that there's, um, like our family genetics, uh, will allow for me to continue to get bigger and bigger right. and bigger. And <clears throat> I feel like I've been a little more active than others in our family who had gotten, gotten really big at this point. Um, but I've stopped like I've since summer started, like we got the dog a little before school was out. Well, she was a puppy and she couldn't like stay in the kennel. Like she was having a hard time with that. And so I would stay home. I'm like, Oh, Val, I'll stay home. You go to the gym. I'll stay home and take care of the dog. And then the kids get home from school, you know, uh, for the summer, they're out for the summer and yeah, they can do it. But then it's like, I have a thousand other things. Like even this week, I've got two people that are out of my office. Um, and so it's like, I've got to help with office, office stuff. You know what I mean? Right. And, and so I can come up with every excuse in the book and I can't anymore. Because 223 today becomes 235, you know, next year becomes 250, becomes yeah. 280. And all of a sudden I'm, you know, three, four bills, you know what I mean? So hopefully it doesn't, hopefully I can, you know, it can spark something in me to, to see that, you know, cause I've always, you know, I, for my house, right. For my house, I said, you know, we bought our house at this price. And if it ever gets to this price, I'm selling. And we're with the ridiculous housing market, the way it is, like, I'm basically there and I'm like, Oh no, I'm not going to sell. So I'm going to raise 
the, the price. Right. Now it has to get to here. You know what I mean? Right. And that's unfortunately like what's happening, what has happened with my weight. Like, oh, if I get to 210, like I've got to really do something. And then I get to 210, I'm like, well, I don't really feel bad. I don't look horrible. Right. So if I get to 215 and then it's like, oh, I get to 215, you know what I mean? And so right. I'm hoping this can be like a little bit of a, of a, a wake up for me. Um, because I, like, I, I, it's not that I feel bad. Like I don't feel bad. Like I don't feel horrible. I don't wake up hurting or anything like that. I just know like what could happen. You know, I look at, right. at family members that, you know, um, maybe settled and just, you know, ended up at a place they didn't want to be. You know, and, and for me, one way that I hold myself accountable, I guess, is I rely heavily on my friends to help me. So every day when I row and, and when I work out, I would send them a list. This is what I did today. So I send them my row with, hey, I rowed this many minutes, which was this many meters, which translates into this many miles, and I burned this many calories. And then I did this many crunches, and I did this. And it's probably silly, but I know myself that if I don't have somebody texting me, and they will text me like, if they haven't heard from me by, you know, lately I've been getting up and rowing between, usually between 8.30 and 10. So if they've not heard from me about my row between 8.30 and 10, this week they've been messaging me. Like today, this morning, Tanya messaged me because she's like, how's your back feeling? Haven't heard about you. Haven't heard from you about your row today. And so I just said, oh, well, I'm not going to row on Fridays or whatever. But it really helped me um, get excited, I guess, about getting into shape last year again um because it was like they wanted to see my improvement as well like hey this was great you had a great row today you were you know rode the same amount but you got 200 more meters in good job you know and that's been helpful to me and so i probably have you know in, in rowing they call that i like to call them they're my rowing crew and right. row crew that's who you row with um and so i always said that they were my crew because they were the ones every day like hey i hadn't heard from you yet about your row today are you going to get this done um, and so it held me accountable. Like yesterday, I did not feel motivated to row at all. Like I had gotten dressed. I purposely sat at my computer and was like, oh, well, I better start doing this work stuff because I knew I was putting it off. And, right. you know, one of my friends texted and was like, hey, have you gotten your workout in yet? And I was like, ah, I'm not feeling very motivated. I'm, I'm trying to get there. I don't think I'm going to do it. Then Tanya messaged and was asking me, you know, we we're just chatting back and forth. And so I was like, oh, I just don't feel like rowing. And she's like, girl, you got this. You can do it you know, it's 13 minutes. And that's what I think of when I'm sitting down to row. This is the thought that I have to keep myself going is like, I've done harder things for longer periods of time. So when I would row and like, hey, today, I'd sit down and say, like, I want to do a 95 minute row, I would think I've done harder things for longer than 95 minutes, like you can do this. And then I make it a competition with myself. Like, this is so silly. I was telling this to Elizabeth, because um, I have like the leaderboard. So you can see when I do a row, because a lot of times lately, I've just been doing rows, like they don't go against anybody. It's just a row. And um, just to like build it up. But in my mind, to keep myself going when I'm not going against somebody, because the leaderboard's super motivating for me. Cause like I wanna be in the first spot always. And most of the time right. I'm anywhere between the first and the third spot. But for myself, when it's like I'm not rowing against somebody in my head, I have to pretend like this is so silly. I can't even believe like I feel silly even saying it, but I pretend like I'm going for a world record or an Olympic record. And <laughs> if I can hit this many meters by this time. Yep then I've set the record. And for whatever reason, that competition motivates me because it's hard sometimes when I'm sitting there to row and it's like, man, I can't even row 10 minutes without stopping. I'm like dying here. I'll it's say just, like, okay, if you could go for 500 more meters, you know, and 500 meters, Holly's going to set the world record and she can do this. And then that's how I pet myself up. But it's rough going from where I was a year ago to where I am now realizing it's almost like, I just tell myself like, you're starting over basically which is so hard for me. No, it's, it is because, you know, I had been doing a workout 
with a buddy of mine who's a personal trainer and he kind of taught me taught me some things and, and so i continued that on and i had gotten up to my where i was squatting like 245s on each side and then maybe like a 25 so it was it was quite a bit and for me and i'm i'm doing that and i stopped for a while and then i go back and then i hurt my back on 135 you know which is yeah. one plate on each side and i'm like like seriously like yeah, i was doing this before no problem and now at 135 i can't even like i, I hurt my back and i can't even barely barely move anymore and so it's frustrating. Like you get up to a point and you're, like you said, you're rowing 95 minutes, like nonstop burning, you know, however many calories you're burning in that. Almost 1200. Yeah. And then you get here and you're like, I can't even do 10 minutes, you know? So no, it, it is it's super frustrating. I, I know for me too, because then I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to the gym. I'm going to start lifting weights and I don't care where I'm lifting like weight wise. Like it doesn't matter to me. Like what mattered to me with the squats was that it a weight so low hurt my back. You know what I mean? And put me down right. for so long. But I'm I don't curious, care. Though I'm wondering if it was the weight or if it was improper form. Oh, it's probably it sloppy. Was it? It's probably like ninety sloppy. Ninety nine percent improper because 135 yeah. shouldn't have made my back hurt. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure it was improper form, and then also core, like weak core. That's the big one of the big things. And yeah. so uh, me going back, you know, bench pressing, you know, 155. Like I don't care that I'm only bench pressing 155. It's the fact that I have to go through the pain again of like. I'm going to be sore for the next week and a half, but I have yeah. to keep going and I have to keep pushing. And and I'd already had, like, I'd already been through that. I could add more weight every time I go and it never hurt. But now it's like, I can do that again. And it's, it's just, it's so frustrating. Like this is like the frustration. It literally takes like a bag of Skittles a day to just, you know, in a soda. And it's not even that, like I enjoy candy. I enjoy the flavor. I enjoy eating it. And it takes a bag or two a day for me to just like, be it to 223, but it takes so much freaking hard work to lose that weight and to like yep. eat, eat right and get and the weight the thing, down. Like I, I hate to use the word diet. Like I've been saying diet just because I, it sounds weird to me to say Mediterranean lifestyle. Right. Um, because I don't like to look at it in terms of dieting. I look at it in terms of like, cause I'm never going to limit myself. When I think of a diet, I think of like, you're cutting out all of these things, right? I never cut out ice cream. I'm never going to cut out all of these things. But what I do, like when I used to work out like last year, if I wanted ice cream, it would be like, did I work out today? If I didn't work out today, I don't get ice cream. And so it's mot motivating if it's like, Hey, even drinking, it would be like, Hey, you didn't work out today. You don't get to have those extra calories. And what I found too, it's like when I work out, instead of wanting to sit down and have a pint of ice cream, I will only have like three or four bites of ice cream. Right. And then I'm like, okay, I satisfied that craving, but I also don't want to overdo it because then it just negates all of the calories. Like why am I even working out if I'm going to sit down and eat a pint of ice cream? And so when I get into that mindset, I it's almost like my brain switches and I'm still working to get to the part where my brain's going to switch because right. I still am like, oh, I don't want to work out where when I was working out last year and I got to the point, it was like, I woke up every day and was excited to work out. And now it's still like, I think it's also a lot to do with like, I still have the like workout clothes that I was wearing last year, which are a little too snug. And so that's even more depressing, but I'm like, I don't want to go buy new workout clothes. Like I already had to go buy some bigger clothes, like normal, regular, everyday clothes. I don't want to spend the money on workout clothes because I'm confident I'm going to get back down to where I was. So I don't know. I think just maybe we are going to have to like, I'll have to start including you on, you know, texting you like, Hey, here's what I did today. Here was my workout. Just so you know, like, because it's also pressure for you. Like if you're like, shoot, she did it. Now I have to go do it. Or that's the way it works for me. I don't know if that's how it works in your brain. Um, no, cause it's not a competition for me. It's just <laughs> like, eh, I didn't do it, but, and maybe it needs to be, but I, I am motivated though, by seeing people who I grew up with that were like always bigger than me, um, make a lifestyle change and then they become smaller than me. And I'm like, dude, that guy can't be, 
he can't weigh less than like he can't be in you know a better shape than me like there's oh. no way so when when sean my buddy sean when he started losing weight and like got, got in shape became a police officer all that stuff i was like dude there's no way like this guy can't be smaller than me he was always bigger than me in my whole life and now he's like in way better shape than me so um sean motivates me chad you know when chad's like dude i'm down to 220 and i'm like what can't be like i gotta really work on nice. this that's my competition well and it's funny because uh for me my competition is also like i can't be skinnier than the guy i date or the guy i date can't be skinnier than me mm -hmm. and so now i'm like oh no i mean i know black men love their women you know the the southern black men love their women a certain way and i definitely fit that body type yep but i'm like i still fit that body type when i was 30 pounds lighter so i'm going for that like i can't i can't i just don't want to and, and i just don't feel good about myself you know i'm I struggle. I have, you know, I'm a woman in today's society and I have those body image issues that every woman seems to have, especially yeah. those of our era. And it's a struggle for me when I look in the mirror, like, I'm like, no, this is unacceptable to me. Well, let's uh, do something. Let's do something. Let's, uh, you know, somebody one time I was listening to a motivational thing and, and he said, uh, you know, basically like stop lying to yourself. Right. He, he, you know, he's like, stop the audio and write down these five things. And he's like, and I'll be back. So then it pauses for a second. He's like, okay, I'm back. Did you stop the audio? Like if you didn't stop the audio, like you failed the first thing, like you lied to yourself. You said you wanted to be better and you lied to yourself. You basically, you don't because you didn't stop the audio and do what you're supposed to do. Now, if you didn't do that, like stop the audio. So he gets into like, don't lie to yourself. And so for me, I think that that's, I think I lie to myself way too often mm -hmm. in things by um, saying, oh, I'm going to do this. And then I, all I'm doing is lying to myself because I'm not really going to do that. And so how many times can I keep telling myself that lie? You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm going right. to, I'm not going to eat candy and I'm not going to do that thing, you know, do this and do that. Um, but I've always, I've been taught and I believe like our brain can't, um, it doesn't recognize the not, you know, the negative. So when you say I'm not going to eat candy, it doesn't recognize the not going to eat candy part. It's not, it just recognizes eat candy. And so when you fixate on, I'm not going to do this, all you're fixating on is doing that. Well, sense. and that's why, and that's why, yeah, and that's why I don't ever say I'm going to limit myself on anything. Like I don't. But the way that I rectify that is, did you work out today? Well, I didn't work out today, so I do not get the reward of having the ice cream, even if it's a bite or two. I don't get to do it. I don't get to have the beer. I don't get to have this. So maybe if you start doing it in those terms, and then you just don't have it available. Like don't have, and I know you don't, but like don't stop at the store. Don't stop for that, you know, or pack something. I know you're in the car a lot. And so that can get hard driving around all day because it's like, what am I going to eat? I got to eat something like. Well, I've done hard. it before. I've done it before when we were on the, with the nutritionist. I mean, I did it. Right. So I was just going to say, like, take your protein bars, take stuff with you that, you know, hey, I don't have to stop to get this. And I just made it a real habit to tr start drinking a lot of water. And I drink a ton of water all day long. And that's if I'm not having a coffee or like a beer or something, it's typically water. It's rare that. Like I bought juice because I thought, oh, well, that will be like a good change up. And there's a Simply Peach juice that is amazing, which is called Simply Peach. But it goes bad before I usually drink it all because it's <laughs> just not, I'm not in a habit of drinking it, you know? Right. So I was like, I'm just going to stick with my water. I drink a ton of water. Um, and that's the thing. Like, I don't, I, that's why I just don't say like, I'm going to limit myself or I'm not going to eat this. I just say like, hey, I didn't work out today, so I don't get to have this. And I've got to get better about that, especially like with drinking. And because I think a lot of times too, I just drink out of boredom. It's like I'm sitting at my house. I don't really feel like going anywhere because a lot of times it's like I don't feel like going out again by myself. Right. Like if I'm just going to be by myself, I'll just sit here at the house and then it's like, well, I'll just drink a drink while I'm watching this TV. So I don't know, but you talked about like lying to yourself. Do you think it's ever okay to lie? Um, in general, just about anything to anybody? What's your thought on that? Uh, um, 
my idea, my thought, my moral compass is no. Am I guilty? Yeah, of course. Like I've lied more than I'd probably like to admit. Um, in business, I feel like if you lie, you're gonna you're gonna get caught and you're gonna lose business. And so I always so we always we have stuff come up, like we'll have questions come up, like, hey, like this client's asking about this job, let's say, and we don't have an update. And I'm like, well, just tell them, tell them what it is. Hey, we're trying to get an update from our client. Like we don't have to, you know, do we make up something? Do we sugarcoat it quite a bit? Absolutely. Do we make it sound nice? Do we put, do we wrap it in a bow? And like, do I have to word it sometimes? Yes. Um, But it's never like, oh no, we didn't get that. You know what I mean? It's always like, no, like we're always upfront and honest about what we have, even, even serving papers. Like, like, I'm just not good at that. So I was talking to somebody the other day and they're like, talk to me about being a, a private investigator. And I'm like, I just don't have the not that private investigators have to lie, but even just putting on a separate persona to do my job. Right. You know what I mean? Like undercover. Can't even. Yeah. Like I'm not very good. If somebody came up, what are you doing? I'm like, you know, <laughs> um, so is it ever okay to lie? I, you know, I know that we lie to usually not to protect ourselves a lot of times, um, but we lie because we want to protect the other person. See, and that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't, I try to be a very honest person, um, but I also don't like to hurt other people's feelings. Right. You know, like I'm definitely the type where if my friend says, does this dress look good and it looks terrible, I'm not going to lie and say, yes, it looks good because then I'm going out with you and it looks terrible. So I'm going to be honest and say, well, it's not very flattering, but it's also, I just don't feel the need to hurt somebody's feelings unnecessarily. Um, and so I don't know if it's sugarcoating or lying. You know, I had a, one of my good friends forever and ever, her name was Leslie and she comes to me one day, she's pregnant, her and her husband are going to have their first baby. And she comes to me and she says, look. I'm terrified of having an ugly baby. And I really know that you will tell me the truth. You are the only person who will tell me the truth if my baby's ugly. Because if my baby's ugly, I don't want to go out in public showing off my baby like it's the cutest baby ever. I want to keep it under wraps. Like this was her concern. Like we'd laugh about it. And I was like, dear God, I hope this baby is not ugly because I will have to tell her. And luckily... To this day, I can say the baby was not ugly. I mean, I, ugly. Know, I think all newborns, they're not all like very cute, but once she was, you know, a few weeks old, I was like, okay, she's not ugly. But I often wonder like, would I have even told her that her baby was ugly if her baby really was ugly? Cause it's just unnecessary to hurt her feelings that way, right? So that's where I get at like, is lying ever okay? Like if you're doing it not with, I think for me, how I define it is like, am I doing this to get out of something? or with malintent or deceit in my heart when I tell this lie, like if it's not for that, I think there's, you can move that line a little bit, I guess. I don't think that it's, but I'd also don't think that calls into question my integrity. I like think, there's no reason to make somebody feel terrible about themselves. Yeah, but sometimes they need it enough, right? Sometimes that is true. No, a hundred percent. Sometimes like, like if my friend's like, how do I, do I look amazing? And I'm like, eh, or you know, whatever, like. So, so I think, um, like this is a touchy subject like a, without diving in too deep into my personal life but um growing up uh this was something that was a not that i lied about like everything but there were just things i didn't talk about or things i didn't say or yeah probably lied about when people asked me forthright because i was i lived in fear i think growing up um especially religion and church-based religion and things like that um it was very fear-driven in my mind mm-hmm. and so having seen you, I think we talked about, talked about this, but having seen you and what you went through with church and getting excommunicated and all that, I just was like, all these things that I'm doing, I'm just going to keep to myself because I do believe in the church. I do not want to, you know, I 
do want to be a member of the church. I don't want to be excommunicated. So, however, if I say these things, my fear was that I would be excommunicated. So, I just kept a bunch of things to myself. And I lived that way forever with this fear. And I have moved from a very fear-based God or a fear-based life uh, to more um, like, hey, it's okay. We all screw up. Like, you're not going to get excommunicated just because you did this or just because you did that. Like, just just be open. So I tell my kids, like, hey, like, be very open. Don't. There's no need to lie. Like, I lived my whole life for years. He didn't say didn't say anything about things that I was doing or things that had happened or things that I did um, because I had fear and what I found was like, when I finally just opened up about everything in my life, um, probably uh, 10 years ago, 10 years ago, I finally was like, I can't like, this is like, my lies are becoming lies. Like my lies have lies. Right. Right. And I just finally, you know, partly being compelled, but partly being like, I'm just tired of this. Um, I opened up to about, about things that had happened to me about things that I had done. Um, and once I got all of that out, it was like, Oh my gosh like this is like, like nobody got mad at me right nobody right. you know i mean were there people hurt yeah i'm sure there, there were people hurt but nobody was like you know like angry you know what i mean in the sense right. of like how dare you now like i said was there was there hurt obviously was there was there reparations i needed to do yes did i need to make amends then you do all that stuff absolutely um and that's taking time but i just feel like it's easier you know to like it is an example. Like when I was on my mission, there's a kid, a missionary, and he would go, we, you know, as missionaries, we would eat at, every, at people's houses uh, from the, from the congregation. And he, he just made it a joke that he was going to tell everybody that he was from a different place. So he'd tell one family, I'm from Wisconsin. And then he'd tell another family he's from Montana. And then he'd tell another family he's from Kansas. And, and all of a sudden, like you start seeing the same, you start going to dinner at the same, same places. You know, you remember mom and dad had missionaries, twice a week growing up. Well, then he tells us one family is from somewhere. And then he comes back the next time and he tells them he's from somewhere else. And they're like, oh, wait a minute. Like you said, you were from here. Well, he gets caught in this lie. Right. Well, then they never had him over again. And they didn't, while well, he was there because they didn't trust him. You know what I mean? They're like, well, right. I, I don't know. Like, and I think it's just, it's just easier to tell the truth. Like oh, you don't yeah. have to try to remember what lie you told. And that's what, exactly what happened to him. And so for me, like going back to, to my story of like opening up and sharing and and all that stuff, like it put me on a path and it put me on a journey of, of learning to be honest and uh, learning how to tell the truth. I mean, because I was lying about, I was lying about stupid stuff. Like, oh, I'm not wanting to get in trouble. Dude. I, I remember one of the lies I told as a kid just kind of popped in my mind. Mom came, mom called me and said, hey, Scott, go brush your teeth and, and I'm going to clip your fingernails. I was probably six or seven years old, right? And I go in to ask her a question and she said, hey, did you brush your teeth? Come up here, let me clip your nails because I was supposed to, before I went and saw her again, I was supposed to brush my teeth. And I just, I remember telling her yes, because I was afraid of like just not doing what she had said. You know what I mean? And, and I was like, not that mom was going to get mad at me or, you know, spank me or anything. It was just, yes, I did. And that's, I think, kind of where I think maybe things started for me. Like, oh, I got out of having to brush my teeth by just saying I brushed my teeth. You know what I mean? Right. And then it's like, did you take the garbage out? Yeah, I did. Well, you know what I mean? Like that right. you can see whether you took the garbage out. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it is easier to your point just to, to be honest. And so I found out over the last 10 years, it's been way easier just to be honest and tell the truth than and to hide and live that way. And can I even sleep at night? Like, because I couldn't, there were times I couldn't even sleep at night. Well, and I had, a, um, you know, when I was married to my lost ex, um, one of the children had a, has a lot of issues uh, from birth. And one of the issues that she struggles with um, because of fetal alcohol syndrome, she struggles with lying, telling the truth. And um, she will fall on her sword for a lie. Um, and there's several instances I can think of, but what I, 
what I tried to remind myself of is, you know, we would take her to therapy on a weekly basis. And um, one, during one of the, she went to several therapies. So one of them that we would go to, um, I would take her to therapy, meet with a therapist, usually for like five, 10 minutes beforehand, talk about like, hey, this is what happened this week. This is what we saw. This is what we want to work on. And then she would meet with our daughter, you know, separately and whatever. Um, and one of the things that I brought up was that it bothered me, like that she would lie about these little things, you know? And so she said, well, why does lying bother you so much? You know, and I'm like, I don't know. It just bothers me. Like you asked, did you brush your teeth? You know, same example. And she said, yes, I did. And she said, but that's because kids, the reason why little children lie a lot is uh, they don't have the, uh, the brain development to think of anything other than I'm going to get in trouble. Like it yeah. doesn't matter if mm-hmm. it doesn't even matter if their pattern is they're never in trouble. That's always I will get in trouble. And so right. you don't. So she said you don't want to phrase it to children as did you brush your teeth? Because you already know she didn't brush her teeth. Like we'd right. say go brush your teeth. She'd be upstairs and then come down two seconds later. And I did brush my teeth. Well, we knew she didn't. So then you'd say, well, did you brush your teeth? Well, she's not going to say no. because right. She's given an instruction. She doesn't want to be in trouble. So instead, so then she said, so instead of when you, you talk to children, you know, up until their adolescence, even you don't want to phrase it as a question where it's a yes or no, because then they're, if they say no, they didn't do something, they're in trouble. If they say yes, they've lied about it, they're in trouble. So you say, hey, I know you didn't brush your teeth yet. Go upstairs and do that for me real fast. You just phrase it as a statement. We know this didn't happen. Right. Go upstairs and do it. And so we changed our the way we talked to her from asking, did you do this? And we even changed with our son who was the same age to, hey, go get this done. Hey, there's no way you were able to brush your teeth that quickly. Go get it done properly this time. Like, yeah, even if you know. did, even if you did it's put toothpaste on your toothbrush, have. like, yeah. Right. I at least go for like 30 seconds. So. Right. There you go. So, oh, heavy subject, but I didn't even get to get to the ranch dressing. No. So what I'm going to share is, you, you know, you got to tell us right now. I was going to say, let's close it out. Holly, we had some some deep subjects here. We talked about losing weight, eating healthy. We talked about lying. lying. Oh. I had to bring that up. And then I told, I said, why we're eating ranch dressing. So I need to know what happened in, in half the story. What All happened right. with your ranch dressing? So I have to give to, a couple other things first. First, okay. I received notification earlier this week that I was Uh-oh. accepted into grad school. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Back to school again. Student loans yes. are deferred. For sure. I've already put in my deferment. As soon as they said, got that letter, I was like, and dear student loan. So I provided all of that to them. So those are deferred for three years. Um, I do have a quick question before I get into the ranch dressing story, but okay. I know you check your mail every day, every right? Day. You have business mail coming here? Every day, yeah. So I rarely check my mail. I mean, it's super rare. I check my mail if I know something's coming. Like somebody calls me and says, hey, I sent you something in the mail, check your mail. Because I get the USPS, it's the informed delivery email every day and it shows a picture of all my mail. And I'm like, IRS, they already sent me that in an email. Oh, this, this has already come as an email. But it's like, a lot of times it's a repeat. We're gonna send you this in an email, but we're also gonna send it in in the letter. So, so my mail goes out every day. Like I, I put a lot of mail into the mailbox. So my flag is up probably four times a week. And so I know when the mail comes. And so that's when we check it. But I'll tell you, I get very little mail, except well, Wednesdays when they send us the freaking newspaper ads. And I, right. And I don't get a lot of mail because I also signed up. They have a like, you know how you have your spam call thing that you can add your phone number to where you don't right. get that. I signed up and paid for it. It was like five bucks for five years or something. No junk mail. So I get very little junk mail anymore. I do get those mailers, grocery commercial stuff, but. Yeah, it's that. And then it's like the, you know, the restaurant across the street sends us a menu. Well, I had to bring this up because this last week I finally checked my mail because I was delivered a package to my mailbox 
So I go down to get the package and I check all the mail and there's something in there from my friend Karen. And I'm like, oh, she must have like sent me a card or something. And I go to open it. And so she celebrated her birthday in May uh. and she was sending me the invite the official invite to go to New Orleans to meet her. So I hadn't checked my mail in like two months and I had just opened well, it this last week. Did you I know about it though? I did know about it. Like we had talked about, I didn't know she sent the mailers out though in the mail. Okay. Like I, we talked and I ended up not being able to go, but I just thought it was funny. Cause I was like, that was from May. She sent that like at the beginning of May. That ago. tells you how often I check my mail. So not often, but I had to bring that up for whatever reason, mm. but very well, interesting. Holly, I'm going to cut you off. Let's, let's save the ranch dressing for next episode. All right, fair Let's point. Let's cliffhanger them. Tell them they got to okay. come back because it has to do with your hair and ranch dressing. and It's a good story. And our ranch soda. And I know that it's going to take you at least 10 minutes to tell it. So we right. will hold it for the next time and we'll have okay. it. We will uh, we will save that for then. So here's to our health and our wellness and uh, bringing those scales down a little bit this week. What do you think? Um, yeah, let's do it. I'll be rowing and sending you my times now. Okay, so it starts Monday. Okay, well, I'll be rowing still over the weekend, but I'll officially wait to hear from you. If I don't hear from you Monday. All right, sounds good. Well, guys, thanks for being in with us. Thanks for listening in, and we will see you on the next show. Bye. Hey, what's up, my channel? Please hit the drop, drop a like, and hit the subscribe button. Look for my first subscriber. Can't subscribe myself. Can't do that for some reason. I don't know why. Wish you could.